Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. We've got a lot of earnings coming out this morning. We've already had Deutsche Bank for the second quarter. Management had warned of a possible 20% drop in fixed income trading revenue for the period, and you have had a beat there. We can now go to a an interview with the Deutsche Bank CFO, James von Mulke from Oliver Crook. This year was sort of characterized with a lot of clouds on the horizon. You've said that as the year has gone on, those have cleared up. Kind of what is the outlook going forward? What are you seeing in the next couple quarters? Well, it has been a, a very sort of interesting, in some ways mixed environment um, this year so far, but one that I think we've been trading through quite well as, as an organization. You know, we're delivering revenue growth 11% on the top line. We're executing on our expense agenda, and that's helping us to deliver operating leverage. Uh, we had three positive ratings actions in the quarter, and we're delivering on our on our capital return story. We're um, having announced a 450 million buyback yesterday. So, we think in this environment, the 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 profile we're putting together is 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 pretty strong. And getting into kind of the specific silos of that of that business, trading was always going to be tough this quarter. We've seen that across the industry. It's actually come in a bit better than you had guided towards. You said that there's going to be a bounce back in the second half. What does a bounce back mean? And are you seeing it already now that we're in the third quarter? Well, I'd say two things. One is we came in down 10% off a really good quarter last year. So we think a, a, a decent performance in this environment. Volatility has clearly declined versus where we were last year. Again, last year, it was the, uh, the war was still sort of in, in the markets and the uncertainty about the energy path. Um, we've gotten to a place now where I think the, the market sees the forward on interest rates. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, we do see a, a, the potential for a pickup as we get into the sort of the, the downside of the cycle, if you like, uh, you know, as, as investors start to position for the timing and the extent of, of policy rate declines. I think that's early yet, but, but it, it's, it's something that we do believe lies ahead. And in terms of the revenue outlook, what is that looking like for the rest of the year? Are you confident in kind of guiding either higher or towards the upper end of your range for the rest of the year? Well, look, there's, so first of all, in our range, which we said at the beginning of the year, 28 to 29 billion, we're now saying that we think we're, we're solidly in the middle, probably the upper end of that range, um, which, is, which is really encouraging. Now, of course, a lot of that story this year in, in the banking industry, not just Deutsche Bank, has been a rate story. Hmm. And that's not just the rate rises, but also questions about, about you know, deposit rate pass through uh, into the, you know, uh, for the banks. You know, what's interesting, and especially for us, given our, our sort of business profile, business mix, we do see as, as, that, as that rate story abates somewhat, it's, it's normalizing and it's, it'll normalize, I think, at a healthy level. We think there's a story developing in terms of the non-interest income revenue sources that mm -hmm. we have. You know, financial markets over the past, you know, four or five quarters have been sort of more difficult. But we see that starting to come back, and we think we're very well positioned to, to, to take advantage of that. And if things have gone a little bit better in trading than we had anticipated, you know, rates maybe topping out a little bit, going forward, where do you think the growth really comes from? What, for, what parts of the business are really going to drive growth? Well, look, there, there are parts of the investment world that have been, you know, have been quite difficult. I, I take wealth management as an, as an example, um, where, where investors have been sort of reticent um, 
to your point earlier, you know, in, in the uncertainties that, that have, have lain ahead, whether it's the rate, the direction of the economy, some of the geopolitical events that we've been living through, as those things clear up and, and the direction of travel becomes more clear, you'd expect that, that, that individual investor, that wealth investor, to begin to re-engage. The other area, by the way, corporate finance activity, mm -hmm. being notably slow over the last four quarters, and we do expect that to pick up as well. And that all to do with the ECB. So, you know, the market is priced in 25 basis points. Are you with the market? Yeah, we agree with yeah. the market that, that, that both the Fed and the ECB are likely to move by this week, the, the 25 basis points question of what the yeah. step after that is. Our sense is that the ECB may have one more move to, to make and that, the East, and that the Fed may stay pat. You know, the, to, to us, the real question now isn't what's the terminal rate, but how long will it persist for? How long will it take to, to wring core inflation out of the system? I think that's the question that's still outstanding. And at what cost, I think, is the other one. We saw yesterday the ECB saying that corporate loan demand is off of a cliff. You know, we've had manufa manufacturing in recession, quarter of SMEs, according to surveys, saying that they're considering packing up and selling. You are the lender to Germany Incorporated. What are you seeing in the economy? Well, look, I think to let me start with, um, the, you know, the, the, the case for a soft landing, and I have to confess that we were sort of more pessimistic in our outlook at the beginning of the year, but the case for, the, for a soft landing seems to be Im improving. Um, that entails, though, that, and, and that's what the central banks have to achieve, is that, that there is some slowdown in the economy. And the, and the mechanism for, for putting, you know, uh, uh, the impact of policy rates through the economy is, is bank lending. And while you've seen a decline in Europe and also in, in, the, in the U.S., and you've seen that in our books, so loans are down mm -hmm. in, in certain of our businesses, I'm not sure it's, it's a dramatic or, or a long-lasting impact that's likely to take place. I think there's an adjustment to this rate, uh, rate environment, and then, and then we'll find a level and begin to grow from that level. But we notice sort of a, a large or a kind of at least notable increase in provisions in kind of this quarter. What are you kind of expecting there? Are you expecting kind of that portfolio to soften a little bit? Like, what are you seeing? Look, we have seen some softening, but it's, it's, it's not at all broad-based. And, uh, and so we're still basically comfortable with, with the credit environment that we're living through. Um, you know, as I say, there have been some, some pockets. Um, commercial real estate has been an area of focus. We've seen some softening in our home economy in the, in the mid-cap space. Um, but it remains sort of pockets um, of, of weakness and, and nothing that, that we see as, as more pervasive. And I want to touch the buyback as well, $450 million, as you had sort of steered the market. The market got that information. And so, of course, the market wants to know what comes next. And obviously, yeah. this is part of a broader um, you know, plan from Deutsche Bank to give back some money to shareholders. Can we expect this as a kind of more, less of a one-off and more of a something that we build in? And can we expect increments of that kind of quantity, 150 million, something like that? What are you seeing for that, the plans for the buyback? Well, I guess two things. First of all, we've been you know, very clear about our, our goal to return 8 billion um, over, over four years to, to our shareholders. And so with the buyback announcement yesterday, we have another installment and, and we're, we're pleased to have taken that step. Um, you know, we've, we've got a very clear dividend policy or path um, that we laid out in March of last year, a 50% increase per year over several years, bringing us back to a, a much more normalized and, and at this level, I think, very competitive um, dividend yield. Mm -hmm. Obviously, share repurchase are a big part of our, our return story as well. And so this year, we've been able to, to keep pace 50% higher yep. than, than last year's repurchase. Too early to say what, what we'll do next year and the years after, but, but we, we aim to continue on this trajectory and, and, and deliver on that, that $8 billion.
And then in terms of cost cuts, obviously this is the other long-term project for Deutsche Bank is getting those costs down. We saw some of them come up this quarter, some you know one-off. Um, but then you know one of the things that grabbed my attention: 100 millions uh, annually in savings on job reductions. Mm -hmm. Let's put a little bit of some contours around that. What does that really mean? Sure. Well, listen, we it's it's part of a program. What we've what we said last March was we want to deliver two billion of savings based on some programs and initiatives that offset the impact of, of inflation, the impact of investments that we need to make. Um, we actually upped that target to two and a half billion this just recently in, in April, and we're working on measures and delivering on measures that, that, um, that achieve that for us. Um, as you say, a reduction in force was, was part of that. 5% of what we say is non-client-facing senior staff amounts to about um, 800 people. Mm -hmm. um, and we've made really good progress on that. So, so a little over 80% of those people have either been informed or have left the platform. And that should add, you know, in that, and, and towards that goal of two, two and a half billion, about 100 million into the run rate um, by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. I think the important thing is just just how we execute on these saves and essentially balance saves with with investments that we know we need to make. We've been working hard on our control environment, hard on on sort of renewing the, the technology estate that we work with, um, and uh, and also investing in the businesses for future growth and and working therefore hard on delivering mm -hmm. these initiatives to offset those pressures. We've delivered now three quarters in a row against the guidance that we had of essentially flat costs, 4.9 billion in, in, in run rate sort of operating mm -hmm. costs. That's something that looking towards the end of the year, we would see increasing a little bit as we, as we bring Numus on board and see the impact of, of some of the, of the, the, the first, you know, the, the frontline investments that, that we've been making. Mm -hmm. But we're very confident about our delivery on those savings initiatives. You know, it feels a little bit as though we're starting to run downhill, if you like, with mm -hmm. the, the delivery giving us sort of more confidence in, in our momentum there. And do you think that that combination is the recipe to kind of help with, for example, the valuation of Deutsche Bank and kind of getting more of the value? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, for us, it's an operating leverage story. We've now yeah. delivered over the last four years pretty consistently 5% operating leverage um, year on year, uh, quarter on quarter. And if you take out those the non-operating sort of higher than normal litigation charges this quarter on an underlying basis, that's again what we're doing. It our, our revenues are growing ahead of our plans, um, and if you know, as we as we deliver on the expenses, the expense agenda we have, it produces really strong operating leverage. And more broadly, kind of on the on the macro in the second half of the year, are there reasons to be kind of optimistic in within the German economy? You know, again, we've been awaiting the tailwind of the great China reopening story, where we have stimulus coming into China. But is there is there a reason to be optimistic? Kind of where, I where think can there we, is. Yeah. yeah, look, it's it's sort of a mixed picture, as I said earlier, but but. Uh, but in part, what I mean there is Germany and, and Europe more broadly has, has been somewhat stagnant in terms of its growth these past several quarters, um, sort of at around zero. Uh, uh, we do expect that to be a little better in the second quarter. But what you're seeing is the effect of certain sectors. So building, for example, and real estate being in a recessionary yeah. territory. Other sectors like services, um, you know, growing quite strongly. So there's a mix uh, going on. And to your question, you know, the, 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 what is the dynamic going forward of, of, of recovery in those areas that are recessionary? What's going to happen with sort of the industrial order books and, and, and the export market? All of those things are in play. 
but I think the conditions are are in place to see sort of steady growth starting, you know, either either late this year or, or into 24. And just very quickly, because we have uh, not much time left, when we just think about the balance of risks for clients, what are they most worried about now? Originally, you know, is inflation, then recession, then kind of geopolitics. What do you think is the kind of guy right now is preoccupied? Look, I think geopolitics is is, yeah. is front and center. I think I think as I say. I think the direction of, of rates probably more clear. People are getting more comfortable with the direction of the economy, and that really leaves sort of geopolitics as the as the big un, unknown that we're we're dealing with. So as more of these clouds begin to clear, as I say, the conditions are there for a for a, a growing economy and a, a normalized rate environment, which should be good for the banks. So that was the Deutsche Bank CFO James von Moltke there. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.